Hello and welcome to the One Hope Podcast, where faith and life connect. A podcast done by One Hope Church in Gig Harbor, Washington. Enjoy! Hello, friends, and welcome to the next phase uh, of our One Hope Church podcast series on the Book of Romans. My name is Matt, and I say Happy New Year. Also, go Huskies, because you may have heard, um, tonight is the National Championship football game. So you can proudly wear your UW purple. And then, while you're at it, leave it on for two months, because... On Saturday, we entered the church season of Epiphany. And uh, we got to keep alive those old Lutheran traditions, right? Well, it's good to be back with you this week as we jump into uh, Romans chapter 6, the first half of the chapter. And today, our supplemental text is also written by the Apostle Paul. It comes from the, the second chapter of Colossians, chapter 2 verses 6 through 15. And I can see why Pastor Peter teed this one up. There's quite a bit of language that parallels uh, and in a few places actually almost replicates what Paul wrote probably three or four years earlier when he wrote Romans, uh, chapter 6. And history kind of comes full circle in these passages too because because Paul wrote his letter to the Colossians while he was in prison. Guess where? In Rome. And the fact that uh, Paul was in chains and closer to the end of his life gives his message here extra impact. So I'll go ahead and read most of today's Colossians text, though I'm going to leave out a few verses in the middle, so you might want to read it on your own. Here we go. Uh, It's the NIV translation. So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. For in Christ, all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. And in Christ... You have been brought to fullness. He is the head over every power and authority. Having been buried with him in baptism, you are also raised with him through your faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. When you were dead in your sins, God made you alive with Christ. He forgave us all our sins, having canceled the charge of our legal indebtedness, which stood against us and condemned us, He has taken it away, nailing it to the cross. And having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. Now that is powerful stuff. And the part that uh, is almost a carbon copy of Romans 6 is the verse about how we are dead to sin and alive in Christ through baptism. Although it's not so much the water of baptism itself that does it. I mean, the water is really a sign and a seal of how we have been washed clean and made right with God through what Jesus did for us on the cross. 
and through the working of the Holy Spirit. Baptism is kind of like circumcision, which Paul also writes about often in his letters. I left the circumcision verses out of today's Colossians reading, FYI. But both of these customs are a sign and a seal of the union, the union between God and his people. Well, the middle chapters in Romans uh, that we'll be camping out in for the next month are focused on sanctification, which is a $50 word that basically means to absorb more and more of Jesus' character into ourselves, to imitate him more and more in our daily lives. One of Pastor Peter's key points in his Sunday sermon was that to be sanctified, we need to grasp the full depth of what our union with Christ means. Or as Paul says in Romans, if we have been united in a death like Jesus' death, then we will certainly also be united with him in a resurrection like his. The Greek word that Paul uses for united is an agricultural word, like when a plant or, say, a, a grapevine is grafted into another grapevine so that they can keep growing together. Paul returns um, to an agricultural image in Colossians 2 when he says that we should live our lives rooted in him. I sense a theme here. How about you? Jesus said it himself. I am the vine and you are the branches. He who abides in me bears much fruit. So there you have it. The Christian life is a cinch. Just follow that simple formula, and you'll soon have fruit falling off of you like a a bumper crop of Wenatchee Valley apples in late summertime. No more sin. You are dead to it. Right, if only it were really that easy. (laughs) You see, there's one big difference between us and God. Okay, maybe there's hundreds of big differences, but one of the biggies is that he died and he rose one time. No do-overs required. Romans 6 verses 9 and 10, for we know that since Christ was raised from the dead, he cannot die again. The death he died, he died to sin once for all. But for us, on the other hand, dying to sin, it's a lifetime journey. Jesus said, he said his followers must take up our cross daily and follow him. And thank the good Lord that he grants us do-overs. Because I know I still have plenty of rotten fruit hanging from my branches. Let's pray. Lord, this journey of sanctification, it's a tough one. Tougher than any New Year's resolution that we may vainly chase for a couple of months at a time. Give us the strength to die to sin every day and to not give up. We thank you, Lord, for the fellowship of friends and fellow believers to get us through the rough patches. I I think of Paul, the model of Paul, and how committed he was to the believers in Rome and Colossae, writing powerful 
encouraging letters to them even though he hadn't met them in person. This fellowship is an amazing, even supernatural blessing, Lord. May we never underestimate it. In Jesus' name, amen.